live stream on stage. We're here with Max from Young Old Heads. If you guys can't see, the Tommy's here as well. Couldn't be here, so we've got him streamed in as well. Tom's on the other end. Max, Tommy, Young Old Heads, you guys take it away. It's glad to have you here, man. Enjoy, enjoy. Awesome, glad thank you. Enjoy. Tommy, ready to roll? I'm ready. Let's do it. Uh, thanks to Hobbsy for having us. Uh, it's fun to be here virtually and here. Excited to hear about the show. We're the Young Old Heads Podcast. I'm your host, Tommy, aka TV Sports Cards, and I'm here with my good friend and co-host, Max, aka Cards Max, aka Cards Max, California. Don't call him Anaheim Edition. Max, how's it going down there? I'm doing well. Cards Max, not from Anaheim. It took me two layovers to just get to this card show. I have been here since Thursday night after waking up at 4 a.m. Eastern time to get here. I arrived at like 7 p.m. Pacific, something like that. I don't know. And today is Saturday, day two officially of the show, day three, including the VIP and dealer setup. And I'm living life. I'm buying a bunch of cardboard. I'm trading a bunch of cardboard. And I'm in love with cardboard, Tommy. Can you, can you just walk me through the whole process from when you left your house on Thursday to where you're at now? So I started with an originally scheduled 7 a.m. flight to the Tampa airport on Thursday morning. It was originally had one layover in Austin that would then fly to John Wayne and then have a 30-minute Uber from John Wayne to the Anaheim Convention Center. I got hit with a two-hour delay, which made me miss my first layover. So they rebooked me onto a trip with a second layover. So I would be going from Tampa to Austin to Phoenix to John Wayne in Santa Ana or something like that. I don't know California geography. And because I was getting mixed notifications, I got another notification saying my flight was on time. So I got to my, I woke up at 4 a.m. I got to my flight at about 6, 5.30 a.m. I think I was ready. Found out the flight was delayed and it was nonstop travel. Little known fun fact, the vast majority of the state of Arizona does not employ daylight savings time. So I did not have a time change going from Phoenix to California. Well, that is some fun facts, Max. Uh, what's been, so you said there's a VIP day. I'm not at this show, obviously. I don't know what's going on. Can you give me the vibes? Give me a vibe check? And yeah, kind of I, know you, I, I know you go to a show on average once every three months, so I'll fill you in. Um, so the Thursday day was just for dealers and just for super VIPs, which I believe was a $150 buy-in, which in addition to getting access Thursday, you get to go an hour early on each of the normal days. I will say... The lines for this show are absurd. Like, the Anaheim Convention Center is one of the biggest convention centers in the entire country, in the entire United States of America, and there are thousands feet, there are lines spanning thousands of feet two hours before the show begins. It's something like I've never seen. They have security before you enter the door, everyone has their badges, but the line is goes way far out of the convention center, and this is a place that has Disneyland a block away from it just for some perspective. I didn't go to Disneyland, but just for some well, perspective, Tommy. Well, this is a card podcast, Max, and I love hearing about the cards that you are buying, trading, and selling at the shows. Uh, can you, you got any, have you made any deals yet? What's the vibe, what are the card vibes in the room? I know you gave me the layout, but I'm, you know I only care about the cards. I will say, I, I don't want to trash the venue as much at all. There is a large variety of LeBron James autographs, Michael Jordan autographs, high-end basketball, high-end football, your usual stuff that you get from a massive show. 
and a lot of Los Angeles heavy stuff as well, lots of Angel Thoughts of Dodgers, there wasn't much digging through the value bins. Like, you're not going to find a... Although, I did see a Tim Lipsicum orange Bowman Chrome autograph that I did not ask the price of. You're not going to find your green emerald foils from 2013 Rookie Cups at this show, which is a little disappointing. Um, I went all over the place with some of my buys. This is a Trevor Lawrence Kaboom from 2021 Absolute. It has paper loss on the back. And I like to live dangerously and buy some damaged cards sometimes. Um, I can't... Maybe I can say why I acquired this card and how this card got to where its owner before me was. Before me. Because, but uh, I can't trash them because they were a sponsor of the show. Um, what other stuff did I buy? I bought a Matt Corral National Treasures RPA out of 25, which is a card that you will never see me own. A Mookie Betts Rainbow Foil PSA 9 from Stadium Club. I bought a Trevor Lawrence XRC BGS 9 Auto that I then traded straight up for this Bryce Harper 2012 Todd's Grown Blue Auto, PSA 10. So I've been all over the place. I think I had about 6K in sales and stuff that I brought to the show. I feel like that I am owning so little cards at any given point. And I bought this Tommy Edmond 150th anniversary stamp for 50 cents in a value box, which I will take. Dude, that Bryce Harper is sick. What was the deal that went down for that? So I bought my... So this is a very interesting point. It's something that I've used to leverage to my advantage in the past. I'm trying to make sure my Tommy Edmund is safe and sound and not uncreased. Put it in a nice handy-dandy little card saver. So comping, there's a lot of like... I don't say ethics with comping. Comping in general is just a fascinating science, if you will. So there was an XRC sticker autograph of Trevor Lawrence I saw in the room, stickered for 1650 I did some digging. I saw the last Raw was in June for like 13 Actually, Excuse me, the last BGS 9 was like 1350 in June or something like that. And then I saw that there were two Seals that did 1600 about a month ago, and I think more recently, like 1825 And then a PSA 10 did about 3400 give or take. So... I presume the person comping that used alt to comp it. Alt only shows graded sales. And because of that, they skipped the two raw and paste sales that obviously aren't as good as a nine. So I leveraged the the sealed sale at 1800. Mine was a BGS nine that was 0.5 away from a Beckett nine five. It was nine, 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 five, nine, five as a subgrades. And I used that to trade for the Bryce Harper, which we both called $2,000 of value or so. But I love the Bryce Harper. It's a really, obviously, cool card. We love 2012 Tops Chrome on this podcast. And it was a lateral move that I think I'm going to be able to at least get what I would have gotten on the boards and maybe have a little bit of a higher ceiling and at the expense of liquidity. That's a that's a classic Cards Max deal right there. Um, I saw that you also made a deal with Stack and Sell, uh, a good friend of the podcast. That seemed to be a little bit of a smaller trade, but... I'm interested. What what was the deal that you went down? I know you're sharing a room with our boy Nick this weekend. Yes, uh, I love Nick. I love Sack and Cell. He is the king of content. I'm not going to do him and say he's the queen of content. But he is the king of content. Oh, I bought that card this weekend. That's cool. I'm trying to find it in my case so that I can show you. But it was a PSA 10 2022 Topps Chrome Purple Sapphire. Colson Montgomery Auto. There it is for the camera. 
There it is for the crowd. I bought this this morning. Colson Montgomery, somewhat controversially, I think was on ESPN's top prospect list as number two overall, which I don't want to say is blasphemous, but is a little bit of an egregious take. But Nick was into this for a good price. I was able to offer him some liquidity. And now I have a massive Bowman Chrome autograph with no idea on who to sell it to. What are the purple sapphires out of next? How rare are those? The purple sapphires are out of 10 copies, which really? makes it difficult to adjudicate whether I should be comparing them to an orange or an orange shimmer or red. I think like a red lava nine did like 3,000. I owned the James Wood equivalent of this card as a PSA nine way back when. I want to say in maybe it was October of 2022, I owned the James Wood of this card and it created a nine but I pass it forward on to the next person. Purple sapphires are tough. I usually don't dig into sapphires, but I live life on the edge. What, what did you give up for that card? I gave up a lot of money, and I'll leave it at that. Just money, though. just cash? Just money. At first I thought we were doing cash and trade, and I was gonna throw in $100 of like trade and stuff, but I didn't realize that Nick was gonna lose like 100 bucks on the card. So I just made sure that I, I gave him what he was into the card for, plus a dollar. Well, Nick can't take the L, so I like that. I no, saw you I have. Win. Nope. I make sure everyone wins, and maybe that's a thing in deal making or negotiating. Maybe that's a thing in just me not having an ironclad negotiation grip. But deals are a lot better when everyone wins. And the fundamentally, whether he made ten bucks or lost a hundred dollars, is like I think it quite literally is like two percent of the value of the card. So if it makes Nick come to me, obviously I love Nick as a friend. If it makes Nick come to me and is happier to do more deals and I can make Nick whole and get liquidity or whatever he needs, it's a win-win for both of us. There's no reason to damage or... I want to make sure everyone wins and there's no reason for him to take a loss on it when I'm having to pay whatever. That makes sense. That makes sense. I I saw you also made a trade, uh, a pretty rare barter trade between food and a card. Yes. So that Uh, was a fun story so i'm very frugal when it comes to food i'm not going to say this is a good thing or a bad thing but the hot dogs and the food trucks outside are 15 dollars that is not an exaggeration so on thursday today of the show i hate paying overpriced for uh airplane food i think i raw dogged the entire three flights with just a mini complimentary bag of pretzels i was famished i had a one meal on thursday on friday i was still very hungry I was digging through my value boxes and I picked up the aforementioned Tommy Edmond 150th stamp rookie from 2019 Tops, which is maybe a three to five dollar card, and a Casey Lawrence Black Tops flagship. We love Tops Black rookie cards. Um, certified sports cards, Max, who is my age, who is a veteran, grader, dealer, friendly, friendly guy. I am more harsh than certified sports. and. I was in his hotel room, and I'm like, I'm famished, I need something. He gave me a Cliff Protein Bar from the goodness of his heart. Maybe an SRP of 3 to $5. I dug out of my card bag, and I found a Casey. I'm like, Max, who is Casey Lawrence? And he's like, oh, he's this meme player on the Mariners. And I'm like, all right, I'm giving you this Topps Black flagship. Topps flagship, one of the best parallels ever. And I am giving that to you in payment for the protein bar that you gave me. It was a handshake deal. We got the picture. We put it on Twitter, and everyone wins. That's a classic. That's an amazing trade. I love to see it. Um, I know that last night there was some big news in the baseball world. 
this is notoriously not a sports analysis podcast, but Jason 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 Dominguez. Jason. Uh, Jason Dominguez, he debuted for the Yankees last night. Uh, he hit a home run. Is he hot? Are people talking about him right now? Or are they, are they, is he old news now that his super sold for a half a million dollars a couple of years ago? A mix of both. If you're banking on 2020 prices, you're just not going to get what you think you're going to get. But there are some people that are paying full comps for Jason Dominguez in the room. I don't know if that's intelligent. It probably is. There is I mean, I'm not going to be critical of the show. There wasn't as much modern baseball as I would have loved at this show. This was predominantly a football-basketball show. I saw a Beckett 9-5 True Orange Jason Dominguez autograph asking 16000 I know the seller made reference that there was a preseason sale for 1200 I think Jason Dominguez was much hotter in the preseason than he is now. But if everyone is able to move and everyone is able to make money and everyone is able to be taken care of, that's fine for me. I would be auctioning every single Jason Dominguez card that is in my hands. I would I would I would do that on call regardless of the player because you're gonna hit your Ellie De La Cruz and your and your Julio Rodriguez last year, two percent of the time maybe. So on call up, do the deal, reap your profit and don't be greedy unless you're me, because I get five to be greedy and I get my got my piece of the pie sometimes. And then I get burned. Speaking of being greedy, Max, um, you there's some big news in the hobby world uh, yesterday, this week in general, um, with the notorious card Instagram account, Cardcorn. Uh, can you tell the people at Burbank a little bit about what the drama is going on? Yeah, so Cardborn is, Cardporn is one of the biggest self-proclaimed hobby watchdog accounts in, in the industry, in big card. Cardporn is big card. I want to shout out Will Stern, who was a guest of the podcast and is a content founder for Randy Rowley Road, and Darren Robel, I guess. He seems like a nice guy for also being very detailed in the story, I guess. Thomas flipping up the bird. But both of them, especially Will, were very big in breaking the story. My understanding is that a proclaimed Michael Jordan jersey that had questionable authenticity from his rookie year season which would have originally been worth about $25,000, was deemed authentic and sold on McGrary auctions. The authentication of the jersey being a rookie year jersey of Michael Jordan would have added approximately a million dollars of valuation to the jersey. The photographer that took the picture of the Jordan in the jersey passed away. The rumor is that Cardporn made a foundation, a charity donation, about the photographer. The photographer's family members were confirming that, allegedly confirming, that he was a meticulous and very organized man and had documents and records of all his photographs and that there's inconsequential proof that this photograph was taken during Michael Jordan's rookie year. When family members of this photographer Came out saying the opposite, that he was a disorganized mess, a disorganized hot mess, which is always very silly and funny to hear. And that saying that all of these rumors regarding the self-authentication of the jersey were anything but true. Card porn was, I believe, either linked, I believe his first name and last name is Juan Garcia, was linked to just this non-existent charitable foundation. And then, I don't think there's ever been a statement from Juan Garcia, but his Instagram account of... Tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of followers, has been deleted. His Twitter is deleted. And he is avoiding all that smoke. 
and we'll we'll follow up on this in future episodes, Max. But just keep an eye out on anyone who is totally anonymous. I mean, me and you have our pseudonyms for cards, but are never shy about saying what our actual names are. Uh, we're talking about. I used to be. I didn't want well, people back in back in the day when I was in college. I didn't want people googling my name and knowing that I had to vote my entire life to cardboard. That'd be really silly. I love sports cards. I love cards. But when I was in college, I didn't want to share that with absolutely everyone. And I put on the pseudo anonymous, like, okay, give off my. I didn't want my. I don't want to be face boxed. Not out of like concern or anonymity, just because I didn't want it to be like absolutely like super duper public. Well. You also weren't trying to claim to be a hobby watchdog or trying to hold other people accountable. Uh, yes, that's true. That's different. It makes it a little different. So uh, we'll follow up on this. I know it's kind of a developing story, but you know the people expect us to talk about the drama that's going on, and we love talking about the drama. Uh, this is some shit. Um, I know that there there could be some other people implicated in this, so we'll we'll just follow up. There's always some shit going on in the hobby, and we're always. We're always talking about it on our podcast, so make sure to check us out. Uh, we appreciate Hobbsy for hosting us here, Max. Um, but everyone expects the end of every Young Old Heads episode to be about what we bought recently on eBay or on other auction online sites. Um, you want to kick us off, Max, or you want me to kick us off? Uh, yeah, I'm pulling up the phone right now to see what my most recent eBay guys were. It's been a little bit of a slower week just because I have been traveling. And I hate to be a disappointment. For this week, I've only purchased three cards from the least interesting. I bought a Paolo Benchero Sensation Signatures autograph from Prism. I bought an Adley Rutzman Radiating Rookie for $222 from eBay. And the cool one, I bought a Jalen Williams, Jalen Williams with an L, not to be confused with a, or with an E, not with a Y. Jalen Williams, Purple Choice from Prism. For $416. I won this at auction. I was... I, this is my second copy that I own. The card is out of 20. Purple choice scopes are always interesting, to say the least. And I love chasing cool color. I have literally never heard of purple choice prison before, Max. So, thank you it's for doing circles. so I know. I know. I love the circles. I can imagine. Okay, you know ball. I know ball a little bit. A little bit. Not as much as you. I do know you do know that I love Jalen Williams. So that is a rare basketball purchase that I'll give a thumbs up to. Uh, good shit, Max. Okay, I have an in-hand purchase before you go to yours. Yeah, go I for bought it. this Jamar Chase White Sparkle PSA 10. I it is a pop one. Is that approved or disapproved? Legitimate I, pop one. There's like ten copies graded. They're probably impossible in PSA 10. Jamar Chase is breaking the game for wide receivers. He's not just in Jefferson, but he's close. And I'm intrigued on your thoughts. Can you uh, can you dox how much you paid for that or no? No, it's a secret. It's a secret. Well, it's that's secret. pretty sick. I am a fan of wide receivers. Uh, I think the football market only caring about quarterbacks is, for lack for lack of a better way of putting it, kind of bullshit. Um, so I'm happy that you bought a cool card. Uh, I'm excited to see if you sell it for more. I know that you know one injury can kind of de- can kind of kill that deal for you. Uh, yeah. So I'm hoping you get rid of it quick. But I also think it's a cool card. My focus for this show has all been about adaption, since there's been very little baseball in the room. I am also apparently good at this. I'm good at selling uh, the selling cards thing, and I don't have many, if any, cards left to sell that aren't either damaged, 
flagged by PSA as stolen or very niche and above comps because they're sick cards. And with that in mind, I am pivoting towards football. I'm pivoting to the basketball. I'm trying to get a sense of what my actual budget is. And adaption is key. Adaption is key for everything in life. And you are a, an adapter, Tommy. And uh, before before I go into my purchases, Max, I would be remiss if I haven't asked you how long you waited in line at Beckett. Uh, how's the grading? You talked a lot about the cards that you're going to get graded at the show. Uh, what's, how's that been going? So we can poke some fun at Beckett a little bit. They said that they have one grader for the entire show. They have sold. They have presently sold out of RCR. That grades won't be back until about 2 p.m. today. I gave them my cards on early Thursday, and that they've really been limiting people to at first 10 cards and then five cards per submission, and then they sold out of RCR entirely. So I don't really understand how you have the biggest show on the West Coast and you bring one grader to grade cards, but that's what they decided to do. That's ridiculous. You said you had some cards flagged by PSA, Max? Uh, yeah, um, yeah, there was a, we talked about this at the National, there was a Mike Trout Walmart Blue that the PSA cert is deactivated that just fell off the truck this morning. I bought it at the Dallas Card Show and I've been trying to do what I can to get it to a Frankfurt owner, but PSA won't put me in contact with them. So I may have to do the dreaded crack the PSA 10 and resub, even though that seems stupid. I have no idea what I'm doing with this card. It, rejected from, it was rejected from eBay authenticity, which is how I found out that the PSA cert was deactivated. That's a fun card. It's a Walmart, Walmart Blue Trout rookie card. Well, I remember you talking about that, so my apologies. Uh, but no, I, I'm going to talk about some cards I bought real quick, Max. But mainly, no, I like tell to, me that, mainly tell I just me. like to hear about what you're up to. But uh, I bought oh, you sweetheart. My, boy, my boy at Noah Myers card Noah Meyer cards on Twitter. I bought a 2016 Kyle Schwarber SP flagship uh, photo variation. Uh, his rookie card is also a gold cup, and I just love Schwarber. Uh, I think he's a baller, and five bucks for I, the photo variation. You know I love the photo variation. I heard a very interesting player comp. Is Kyle Schwarber the Adam Dunn of our generation? You know I love Adam Dunn, too. I had that tweet. Someone was throwing it. Adam Dunn had, like, a big key, uh, hit some absolute tanks. Uh, I think Schwarber is, like, has a really strong, beloved Cubs. Cubs fans love Schwarber. Uh, I don't know if Adam Dunn is quite the fan favorite as uh, Schwarber is, but I, I, I'm not I'm not against that comp, that comp. I think Schwarber might be a little bit closer to, like, a Prince Fielder, maybe. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I saw the comp, and it was interesting. What uh, else did you buy? I bought another couple cards off eBay from a guy whose at is at bread is bread underscore. Uh, great at. He, I bought a Clay Thompson Blue Ice out of 99 uh, Prism. And then I also Who got a, a, a Moses Moody Rookie Prism Red out of 299. Both of those were 10 bucks. Uh, but what I loved about this guy's sale, uh, Max, you know that we love to talk about Twitter sales and social media sales. What this guy does is he gives away a lot of cards during his sale to buyers. Um, and I was also able to claim uh, a Dame Lillard Mosaic Parallel from 2019, uh, CSG8 Classic for free. Added onto the stack for no dollars, and then also another Dame insert from Mosaic, uh, a Mosaic Parallel, um, which I'm going to be real. Naming your parallels after the product they're in is a little confusing for me, but I also got that for free. You don't like the prism, prism parallel or the mosaic, mosaic parallel? 
the top scrum, top scrum. When they, I want to. Yeah, the top scrum refractor parallel. No, the top scrum, top scrum was just the base. Did you, uh, did you see that thing about the taco fractor mystery card? Uh, I saw that the wild card taco fractor out of five was recently pulled. I know the breakers split it amongst all brothers, all members of the break, and it's on eBay with a 30k OVO asking price. I know some people have been throwing some offers in the four figures. No one knows what it means. No one knows what the offer will be. No one knows what the card is worth or what it will signify. Yeah, we're, we're going to have to follow up on that one. I think it's some classic tops trying to create uh, some hype out of kind of nothing. I know they're kind of doing the same thing with the Wemby Green. The Wemby Green, they're doing that like thing where they're, everyone who's pulled the Wemby Green Redemption is invited to Texas to do some sort of collector con thing. Uh, we'll see how that shakes out. But this is good innovation. Like, how can anyone say this is bad? I'm how not can saying anyone that. say this is... Yeah, okay, but some people are like, oh, the Wemby Yama are the... Oh, to just be chipped. Why? Why would you be against fanatics doing marketing events where they're inviting you to events and having fun and meeting with Victor Wembanyama? Everyone gets to meet Victor Wembanyama too. Look, we can all say that the card is overrated, sure, but celebrating collectors, celebrate. Like, imagine. I think the top incentive VIP party is such an interesting gimmick, and people pay a few thousand just for that ticket invitation. And that in of itself is fascinating. But involving people with life experiences is a net positive for the hobby, even if we think the card is a little overrated. But that's not the hero there. I, I couldn't agree more. I am excited. I kind of think it's a good idea. I'm excited to see how it turns out. Uh, Max, did you also see this thing about these Pops Chrome Cosmic, a product that recently came out? I was about to bring that up. Uh, yes. So I know they have the some of the coolest things that I've heard is that they have a some insert subset that has that like I think it's interplanetary or something like that, and they have like an, uh, Mercury, a Venus, an Earth, a Mars, a Jupiter, a Saturn, a Neptune, a Uranus, and a Pluto fractor. I hope I named all my planets. I hope I'm good with my first grade planetary skills, including a longer being planet. But I know the pack odds on someone did the pack odd calculation. To where the Pluto has a print run of only two copies, which I think is cool. Cosmic Chrome got a lot of generating interest in the offseason last year as this low print run product that was very gimmicky and had some veteran autos. And this year the print run is spiked. This year I don't think there's autographs guaranteed in the box, but it's fun. It's what collectors want. I don't trust the long term value in it, but I like that it's new. I like that we have Pluto factors out of two. Uh... This is the big question, though, Max. Is is Pluto a planet? Is Uranus a planet? Depends on how big Uranus is. That's all I got to say. Okay. Uh, Max, yeah. it's been a pleasure. Uh, is there anything else you want to touch on about the show before we sign yeah. off here? Yeah, Tommy, I actually do. How's your Tom C buying and selling? I see the Tom C drop-off booth is only a few hundred meters away from me. How are you doing um, with Tom C? I have actually sold some de a decent amount of cards on Comp lately. Um, not a lot of buying. I'm trying to save up some uh, some of my credits. Uh, let me let me pull up my recent sales on uh, on okay. Comp I I did sell a 2017 Revolution insert of Julius Irving uh, for one dollar. I sold a Kobe Toppin Panini sticker card foil silver foil for one dollar. Um, Let's go. 
big flip for me here. I sold a Bobby Witt gold added to 2023 from this year's flagship. Uh, I bought it for 325 and I sold it for 427. Big one dollar okay, two cent profit there. Would have been profit. better if you had seven cents less on the sale. No, I I get every every I fight for every cent on Pomsi. You wouldn't um, you would have you wouldn't have fought for the four dollars and twenty cents. Who knows, man? I'm just out here. If someone the, the doobie me, number. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, the weed number. Oh, you. That's what you're saying. You're saying the weed yeah. number. Yeah. Well. You're a flip. Where you're am I? Where is my top? You gotta get every seven cents you can. After. After Taco Fractors, I can't wait for the Kush Fractors coming in 20, 2040. Uh, the Kush Fractors out of out of four twenty are gonna be huge. Um, and then. Last sale, I sold a 2022 Tops Independence Day Charlie Barn picture that I pulled randomly. Sold that for $2.50. Easy money, Max. Uh, shout out, Comsi. Big fan of their platform. The app has some work to be done, but I do like how, it, how it's operating right now. I think it could get a little better, but um, I think I think it will. I have nothing but trust in the platform and the people behind the business, so I'm excited to see how it develops. But Max, thanks for asking about my comp buys. I know that you're always a little bit interested, yeah. but also you don't do it yourself. So Yeah, thanks for asking about my Tinder matches. Yeah, wait, how's the LA Tinder market before we sign off here? Oh, it's awful. I just wanted to mention that. <laughs> Can you, you got to shrink your radius down to just the card show. Maybe one day okay. there'll be a card show with a single side of things and you can, singles for singles, possible idea. Yeah, do you know what? I'm going to have that be my tagline now. <laughs> well, Max, I am uh, glad that you, that we were able to do this. Uh, shout out to Hobbsy for making it happen and Ludex for Brock for inviting us on as well. Um, make sure to follow those guys on, on Instagram and all social media. They put on great events. You know, they do great stuff, and uh, we're happy to be a part of it. Uh, Max, I hope to recap the show with you on, on the pod afterwards, too. But uh, this was fun. I'm excited to you know be able to be virtually thrown in. This is a very uh, dystopian look, but it was fun. Yeah, I can't wait to start flying at 9.30 a.m. tomorrow and land at 7.30 p.m. Well, can't wait to see how many times your flight gets delayed and how many transfers you miss. So let's do it. Let's do it. All, All right. right. That's good episode. That was fun. You have any parting words for the people, Max, as you always do? If you think of the card, you can become the card. And Pluto is a planet. Pluto is a planet. So is Uranus. So is Uranus. All right. See you, Max.